Alright, here I am. It's Jake Phelps. Here we are on Thrasher Radio, motherfuckers. I got one of my favorite skaters of all time. I'm lucky enough to have him back in the city after he left like a bitch. <laughs> Mike went down. Mike Carroll, Skater of the Year in 1994. It's been a long time, Mike. I know. This kid went from hard flips. No, jump ramps to hard flips. Now, nobody's going to get a career like that in this life. Mike, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thanks for having me and well, Aaron. Hey, Maze. What's up? What's up? Do you want to hear some Exodus, Mike? No, oh, yeah. Aaron, Aaron wants to hear Megadeth. And you know that Megadeth, Nazareth, Blue Oyster Cult, never going to be on the show. I was going to try to try to figure out some Exodus song just so I could have a story behind it, how well, I got that keloid behind my ear. <laughs> yeah, tell the story. Here's the story of how Mike got a bubble behind his ear. Well, what is it? What is this like TMZ yeah. shit? What coming yeah. I mean, to sisters? I got, um, we went to a Motorhead Exodus concert. Yeah. Wendy, Wendy Williams. Um, Plasmatics. Opened up for them. Whatever. We were outside afterwards and then slam dancing with my brother's friends and then. Slamming. Yeah, we were slamming <laughs> when I was like nine years old, eight or nine years old, and then got thrown into a... What club? Henry J. Kaiser Center. Oakland. Oh, Kaiser Center in Oakland. Yeah, and right. then um, next thing I know, got my ear cut by a newspaper stand. So, yep, there, and then I got scar were, tissues, you, and then I had a keloid now. So do you, do you, the doctor said not to take it out? No, I got it uh, cut off once. I was supposed to take some medication and to keep it from coming back, and then it came back. Yeah. And then I think it shrunk. We looked at it a uh, few months ago. And it's well, you gone. still got teeth and hair for. Well, you're 38. You're gonna be 38 this year. No, I am 38. Oh, Mike Carroll, that's my boy. Well, when we were kids, well, we I used to work at this local skate shop. It was called Concrete Jungle. And Mike used to come in with his little bro- his older brother Greg, the nose that ate Pittsburgh. And uh, Mike was always the little kid behind in the Chevy Suburban, and Greg was always talking about how he's going to ride for Alvin. I always knew Mike was the man because he could blast off a jump ramp like only Tommy Guerrero could do that. But I got that photo of it was at Venice Beach Contest, Japan like fuck. (laughs) You remember that photo? Jesse Pies is like. No, that photo's funny because there's so many people in the oh, background. In the background, yeah, you're like it's... showtime. You're like, oh, yeah, you want some? <laughs> it was funny because back then no one was doing any, like, jump ramps were done or ollie grabs. And so we were just joking around doing that shit. And then, Why not? It's it's fun. Yeah, right? it was super fun. And then that session started. It was pretty funny. But, yeah, that photo's funny. You got Kelly Bird, Eric Koss, and Kay Bird, when he, had long, when he had, didn't have gray hair? Yeah. Lakai <laughs> turned his hair gray. <laughs> Yeah. The way I see it, Thrasher Magazine and Girl Skateboards are the only real two real skateboard companies left. I'm proud of Mike. Anti-hero. Well, anti-hero, that's like family. We know that. Chocolate. Chocolate. You know. You guys picked up Jerry Sue. How much was that? Pricey? Um, Yeah, that's a lot, so we're not going to be able to travel this year. (laughs) No four-star budget? No. You going to take five sodies on the road? Um, yeah, we are. You guys got the only team with five sodies. What? Antihero yep. had four, and then they ditched Bob because he was out there <laughs> jumping out of helicopters and cooking omelets on the way down. To the yeah, we just got our fifth one, so now we, we're holding the highest. Ashad was no joke. 
Yep. You know that that was a, a no brainer. If we get Andrew back, we'll have six. Drew? Yeah. Well, he's going to ride for you guys? I mean, well, he, he used to ride. I know he used to. Full <laughs> cab down to full stat. I remember the ads. Yeah. And what? P ride? No, I'm off. Mm. I skate for a Mar- Martha Stewart. <laughs> Whatever he skates for. Well, no. He's not a uh, soda yet. No, not. Well, as it turns out, Musco wasn't either. Fuck. <laughs> How's the soda thing now? Like, it's such a different thing like the whole oh it sucked because it used to be i mean when i gave it to cardiel there was a like there was only like 40 people there you know john was like you know tony hawk the first time we we gave him the skater of the year trophy was the first trophy and he left it behind i was at that pierre kissed him on the lips yeah that was funny pierre grabbed him and kissed him on the lips and tony hawk was like whoa he had a ponytail is the Airwalk 720s? Yeah, his dad and his mom were there. It was like, oh, it was comedy. It was at the Hams Building, which was like overlooking the whole it's city. The one with the green light. Yeah, at the, at with the, the Hams top. Building yeah. right there. I remember I was tripping. I was like, what am I doing here? How did I get here? This is crazy. How am I at a Thrasher magazine? Party? Well, Mike, you guys used to clown us because you guys were BNB, and you know I had connects with you guys because you had Nick Diamond, sweaty hands, <laughs> and we had the Joe. So. Yeah, Nick and Joey. Yeah, well, the, they're Tishishi family from where Lebanon. I guess that's where they're from. You guys used to clown us. No, no, yeah. you're fucking lying. Yeah, Come you on, guys dude. used to clown us, and then so we just had to start calling you guys Slash Dogs. Oh, T Dogs, Slash Dogs, and the T Dogs. Yeah, but we always had love, and you guys always. I would assume we always had love for each other. What we family? I hate to say it, but when you're born here, you die here. Yeah, Rick I was caught. Perfectly right in the middle. Rick I, the backsmith, he had the best backsmith I knew. I was like, oh, Mar- Black Marble, mm, tight. Yeah. What about the rest of the clique? Ever seen any of the old guys, the Geezer Gary, any of the boys? Last uh, two weekends ago, I saw everyone. Um, we came down here to do something for FTC with Lakai. Saw Wingding, saw Gary, saw... Ben? Ben, saw... Yeah, but yeah, I saw Ben the next day, unfortunately. You know, because... Uh-huh. Um, our friend Ayers passed away a few weeks ago. I remember. So we all went to his memorial the next oh, day. Sucks. So we got Kamau back. Kamau, Kamau still with, with his hair. Saw Justin Gerard. JG. Yeah. You know I hate that punk. <laughs> Fuck that. He got out when he when he wrote that that uh, he wrote a paragraph about Pontus Alf. When you see six feet of swinging meat coming your way, I was like, dude, is this is this borderline pornographic? Is he hot for the dude? I couldn't tell. <laughs> And now he had what he had Mad Circle, which is I remember, Mike Carroll, Mad Circle MC the MC, hat. Yeah. He used to run the hat. Yeah. And you yep. did Pumas. Yep, did Pumas, did Shelter, uh, whatever. I remember when I first heard the name Girls Skateboards, I was like, they named their fucking company Girls Skateboards. Are you fucking kidding me? It was at the Back to the Fountain contest, and you guys all you were running Pumas. Yeah, at that no, I, was, I had half cabs at that contest, but right before it was Pumas. The would, contest before was Pumas. With those two, the shell toes, and then Tommy won it, and he's like, "It ain't fair." And then he he gave you the trophy, but he didn't give you the check, <laughs> if you, as I recall and correctly. What, what was the um, prize money at that time? I think it was, it was like, a thousand. It was an island. I, no, I think no. it was seriously like a thousand dollars. And then um, I gave. Tommy's trophy to Cardiel because I didn't understand that Tommy Guerrero just gave me his trophy. That was beyond. Well, back then, I mean, when we gave you Skater of the Year in 94, you weren't even 21, so, 
I remember we had to sneak you in, and everybody was like, fuck, man, these kids are underage drinking. You got up there drinking boons on the fucking stage. I was like, come on, dude, seriously? I was eight. Was I 18? Yeah, you were a little kid. I was kid. 18 or 19. Holy shit. And it, everybody was up there, yeah, EMP, it's about time. I was like, come on, man, come on, seriously, come on, come on, come on, let's, let's hype it up. So how did you guys figure out um, who got skated the year back then? Back then, I just noticed the, who the best skaters were. Mike, you've always been my favorite skater. I mean, <laughs> well, Julian, Cardiel, I mean, I know people that in my heart, you know, Gonzo. Gonzo never got it, but he would have got it. Yeah, how did so, he not get it? That was like 90, 94. Yeah. That, well, it went Tony Bird. Hawk. Danny Way. Way. I mean, Gonzo should have got it in 1990 for yeah. fucking video days, yeah. but die. What happened? Well, I didn't have a VCR back then. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody told me. I was like, hey, Jake, there's this kid, Mark Gonzalez. He's really good. You should check him out. You knew him. I knew him. You but knew I mean, him a lot. I was like, you skated with him a lot. That was your as boy. it turns out, yeah. Well, at, at, well, he won the contest. No, he didn't win. He cried because Joe Lopes beat him at SACDO. And Tommy won it. It was in the PAL video. The one, the future primitive one? Yeah, the one with the car. Mike Johnson, you won. I can't believe you won the (laughs) But, no, Gons, no, Brad Dorfman was was, uh, screening the boards in the trunk, selling the Gons board that day. Mark made $170,000. He was 17 years old. And uh, Did you know him back then? Yeah, well, he's crying, and I was like, don't cry about it. We'll go to Denny's. He bought pancake. I bought him pancakes, and we became friends after that. In know. Sacramento. Yeah, in Sac, right across the street. There was a Denny's right there, but well, now it was record stores. They don't even exist anymore. That's so. Power Records, right? So what's so okay? Seeing us out. This is a radio show. What's the first song you want to jam with me? Um, first song since we're in San Francisco. Uh, I'm just gonna Young Selsky, stressed out. Pack 
song right here is just the one that put me on all the Bay Area rap right here. Even though it was there before. But before, before you turned on. But no, this is like what made me... Made me jams? Yeah. I like when they did that uh, in the Plan B video when they ha- when they show you up above and they show the big block and they see Mike Carroll. I was like, oh, that's that's called art. <laughs> Amazing, you should think about that when you do your... <laughs> All so, right. when when uh, when you picked your first songs for the Plan B video and stuff, what kind of shit did you go through? Did you have to go deal with Mike Ternaski and say this is the shit I wanted to hear? Um, when we were doing the Plan B video, uh, I had just gotten the new Beastie Boys album that and what license? Yeah, uh, no, no Paul's Boutique. No, 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 no. What was it? It check was your Check Your Head. Check Your Head. And it wasn't even out yet. I, oh, got you, from, I got it from someone that worked here, got nah, a pre-release, and he let me record it. I'm not going to say his name because he'll get in trouble, maybe. <laughs> and he didn't own Slap at all. He didn't own Slap. Nobody no, owns Slap. No, he knows who I'm talking about. Um, he's, big, he's a little bit bigger now. Yeah. Is, is he pregnant? No. And um, He so used to he, sit in this room. He commanded the whole world right from this cave right here. It's funny that we're here right now. It's Now it's just products. Room. Yeah. That's what I said when I, when I walked in here. I was like, this is Lance's old... But we anyway, s- we so, s- yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, so we were looking through a bunch of songs from that, and then that album wasn't even out yet, and we had the premiere, so it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. You, we, you didn't want Dell, huh? Um, we did. We used uh, a Hyro song, right? And um, ended that ended up um, going over. Sorry, uh, going over a song that we were gonna use that I put on that list. It's um, a Tribe Called Quest song, Bugging Out. Then mm-hmm. so. We had that down at the very last second. I was like, no, I want to use this no. high-res song. Because you had that clout back then. 
No. So was, what happened? What what made? I mean, after Tanaski died, then you had to deal with Rocco and all that shit. So then you just said you and Rick just said, look, you had ten large, and you said let's start girl. How'd it go? Um, Tanaski actually passed away after we took off. Oh right, like oh, a year that's later. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we just it was like a year later. We were just disgruntled. Um, I guess you'd call it that, and we were young. You had a great team. I mean, you already had the best guys. You had Henry. I mean, I mean no, Henry, whatever. Hen- Henry was going to be a part of it, but, but then Henry at the last minute, he said, nah, I'm yeah. blind. They were going to pay him a lot of money. Yeah, so, yeah, we just decided to do something that we wanted to do. Um, 20, know, you said uh, maybe have a little future. Well, no, but you thought, maybe, I remember one time you told me, he's like, I think we'll get two years out of this. <laughs> His backup plan was always to ship product at here. No, yeah. this is a Jake. That was Mike's fallback, always. <laughs> no, I, I was like, you own your own company. So he's, he's, about. You don't have to worry about that. You'd be all right. I mean, can't, if, if all else fails, do you think I can come here and You ship? can work wherever I am, Mike, wherever you're straight up. Thank We're you. family for life. And especially when I get canned. You know, either I'm going out in a pine box or handcuffed. I can't figure it out. But I hung on a little too long. But now that's why we're doing the radio show because I got a face for radio. Mike always tells me, "Don't just you know, especially with the scabs on my face from fucking getting knocked out." Yeah, the what happened with that? Well, I kind of ate it. As you get older, the injuries. You know, you should know. Epitrero. Yes, my local skate park where I hang out when I. People creep on me like, what are you doing? You hang out with, like, fucking 12-year-olds. And I go, oh, come on, dude. I just want to skate, you know? Yeah. It's not like fucking, hey, you want to ride in my car? Fucking, <laughs> give me a fucking break. I, uh, make, make no mistake. I, no kids get in my car. I'm like, no. Give me a ride. And I'm like, fuck no. People see me walking around. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm over that. You used to take Jordan around your car, though. Well, no, I called Jordan, his house, guys, kids, his mom, guys. and he's like, how old are you? And I was like, um, uh, 38. She's like, don't call the house anymore. <laughs> and, and Jordan finally, when he got out on his own, we got to be, you know, more friends, I guess. I mean, we go on skate trips together. So speaking of slams, how many, you've been hit by how many cars on your Ten. Board? And have you it, ever been hit on the same street? Yes. What street? That's right by uh, 850 Bryant, right by, uh, it's, I guess it's, uh, Harrison? No, it's Folsom, the one that goes right by behind 850. It's Brandon, right by that bar. But I've been hit by an elevator. I've been hit by a, a fucking motorcycle. Wait, you've been hit by an elevator? Yeah, an elevator was coming out of the ground, and I was running down the street to catch the 47, and I got hit by an elevator coming out of the ground. Where? How does an elevator come out of the ground? Well, they have, like, you know, how when they would put the shit inside, you know, sure. like a museum, they have... Okay. You know, the, it, you can, it's right by uh, where Danny tried that triple set, Ollie. Do you know where? Right by City Hall. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. On, on Van It's on Golden Gate. You go right down there. And yeah. Well, I lived on McAllister Street, and I was going to Everett when I went to junior high school there. Which was you went to Everett? Yes, sir, I did. Right. Everett Owls, go Owls. Did you do the rail? <laughs> Fuck no. That was Julian's deal. My hands, my hands, my hands. He didn't want to touch the front side. When I he, saw that sequence of Julian at, at that time, I thought skating was too tech. Too, I was you, like, it you can't thought get any more tech. Than how can it be more tech than that? that? Yeah. It's a fuck no. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of skateboarding now? You think about the shit. I mean, you had, I mean, one of the most illustrious careers in skateboarding, basically. Like I said, you went from jump ramps to hard flips. That's fucking 25 years of fucking real deal shit. <laughs> 
I mean, kids nowadays, I mean, if you get four years, you nolly front feeble 20 stairs, I mean, come on, you ain't going to do that again. Yeah, I think skateboarding is fucking rad right now. I no, it's, it's awesome. Every day, I, every day I come to the mag and I'm looking at the sequences and I'm like, <laughs> for real? From there to there to like like guys like Ryan Spencer, he like it's the shit you see is just like they don't they obviously don't give a fuck. They want to come up, and then you know yeah. you guys have a great team. And like once you make your team like the mafia, you're like you're a made man. Goodfellas, put them in the trunk, take them <laughs> out, <laughs> to to the chest. What do you think of skateboarding right now? I love it. I seriously I can't think of anything. I gave my life to skateboarding, which is pretty. We all have. I know. It sucks because sometimes you really want to do it, and sometimes you can't, and the injuries, you know, it just fucking piles up. You got to keep it moving. No, you got to keep moving. Julian told me that. He goes, just always keep moving. Yeah. Well, I got to listen to that because I haven't been doing that. No, well, you will. I'm feeling creaky. Well, you feel creaky? Yeah. I feel creaky. Oh, God. Wait, you know, your 30s were my, my best years, I swear. I thought when I was 27, I was like, I'll be done when I'm 33. Now I'm still out there trying to all of the Euro game. <laughs> Come on, Felber, you got this. It's hard, man. Fucking, like I said, you know, I got a 290-page medical history, and my doctor's like, is this real? I was like, yeah, <laughs> believe it or not, yeah, you know. But, you know, like I said, you're only a failure when you refuse to get back up. Yeah. I mean, that's, skateboarding is what it is, really. I can't. What about next song? What's the next song you want to jam out to? What's the next song, Aaron? Just play Megadeth, and if fucking no. uh, you're out, you're fucking Dave Mustaine, I snorted a whole fucking airplane up my nose. Fuck that, dude. Did Stri- you see them with Dave Mustaine? Fuck Dave. Uh, dude, no. No way. I would have walked out. <laughs> he wrote... He's well, still you, get- went to the 30, you and Schmitty went to the Metallica 30-year show, right? No, Jordan was there, too, and the King Diamond was there. I saw him. I was about to leave because they were playing, you know, Death Magnetic and shit and all that other crap. They weren't playing Creeping Death, but I saw the King, and I was like... <laughs> I was like, I'm staying. And then, merciful faith, they did like a medley of Gypsy. They did, it was insane. Jordy, am I right? True. It was like 18 years they hadn't been on stage, and then they played, and it was like, merciful fate in the city, Christmas, things are looking up. That's Mike, pretty Mike's sick. a big fate fan. How can you not be? I grew up. Don't break the stuff. oath, of course. Stuart Way. Yeah. <laughs> he quit skating to um, follow, what is it? Was it Winger or something like that? Like He was a, a road like he staff? He was psyched on fucking Winger. Oh, he was a guitar player, yeah. right? Yeah, and he got super psyched on, no, it wasn't Winger, but it was some random group like that. But that, that's why he quit skating, because he wanted to do something like that. Or but at least had, that's what I think. He had that ramp in his backyard. and he, I remember Driggs, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I think Driggs was like he beat him in a contest and he said like, that's right I beat Stuart Way fuck before Danny Way there was Stuart Way and I was like okay Driggs you won you know Stuart Way and Danny Way were like kind of overlapped each other no they tripping. did and I was like dude are they cousins or something Cause because they had that same blonde hair yeah. and that same like little look through your eye like that and I was like damn you know Stuart used to do kickflip crayon grabs off the stage at Embarcadero Embarcadero. At Embarco. Was the most gnarliest thing you ever saw in Embarcadero? Um, gnarliest thing I've ever. Just all the fights, I think, in Henry skating. Henry was fucking uh, way ahead of the game. I read something recently. I think Rick Ibisetta said it, and it reminded me one of the gnarliest things was some fucking retard pushing <laughs> towards the Gons, and 
he accidentally grinded the side right when he was just about into, to pitch. Yeah, and he went just shoulder first. Shoulder into, those into three the top. Oh. Yeah, so that reminded me that that was one of the gnarliest things I've seen. Well, kids skate the they what do they they have what's it called now? It's called the it's not the pier. It's like the 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 fountain. I've seen a guy has a tattoo of it. They have, uh, you know, the here in the city. Yeah, it's it's the island. The island. I mean, I don't, I don't, I like, I would never go there. What's up, Phelps? Nice board slide. You know, it's like, come on, you can't do that. The island's got a sick ass flat ground there. No, it's got. Well, you know, if you want to go to flat ground, you can go. You can go anywhere in Mexico City, Barcelona, any place that's got money. That's that's what we used to before. Uh, you know, GPS and all that crap, the gadgets and shit. We should look at the money, and you say, "Take me there," because that's where the plaza was, and that's usually where the people were. It's like much like you know, in Spain, you're like Cologne. It's on the money, and you went there. We slept there, and the next thing we woke up in the morning, it was Barco. And we got them new materials, them good materials. Well, you've traveled like? around the. What's Check that? this out. What was it like when Embarcadero was was getting popular and like? Was there some resistance from like KT and most no, of no, 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 no. Cake. I, I hate to say it, but Kevin Thatcher on a lunch break shot that photo of Henry, that fucking crooked grind. He came back and he's like, "Look at this photo." I was like, "There's our cover." I mean, it was like it was the uh, ushering that moment in time changed skateboarding for everybody. That you know? yeah, I remember that time that Barcadero was kind of frowned upon for a little bit right before that, and then because we thought you guys were gangsters, you guys were you know, smoking <laughs> cholbs and. But I think the thing was for the older guys, it was like skate the whole city. Like, why would you spend all all day your time? Well, you guys had it. You go what? Go to Carl's Jr. and get a, you know sit there and food fight. I mean, you guys were kids. I mean, that was our skate park. Well, no, that's where. You, well, that's what plazas. That's why Rob Drydeck figured out have a plaza. Where kids can go smoke weed yeah. and you know get laid but in the bushes. You, my, when you were younger though, you you would go to Miley. You would skate all over. You yeah, I would go. I would, we would skate from Miley through all, Golden Gate Park all and then the way. all the way down to Embarcadero. See now, see that's pushing. That you've got a great push. I've always wanted you to know that because <laughs> you know, like Lavar had a, one of the most beautiful pushes. The way he pushed, he like he got speed out of nothing. I was, it was like, a little light footed, right? Yeah. yeah. Marcus, Lavar, those kids. I mean, it's weird because I see the kids nowadays at the park, the city kids, you know, and they're, you know, the streets takes everybody. The kids, you know, the even like the most, the best, most talented kids, you know, a lot of times, you know, why you hang out with them crackers, fool? What you hanging out with that shit for? You know, it's like, okay, I quit skating. You know, it's yeah. like, it's, it's sad because you see some of the, the most talented people and they quit skating, and then you're just like, why? You know, I mean, I mean, I'm not like saying it's going to be, a, you know, a career for you. Or I mean, by by no means would I be here, you know, if I didn't keep skating. My mother told me, do what you like, and it'll eventually pay off for you, which was, you know, good. Did it, did it pay off? No. Well, was I mean, right? I'm, I'm I'm I've traveled the world. I dropped out of school. <laughs> I mean, uh, I did. I pretty much made a career out of saying fuck off. So. It's been pretty, you know, it's it's fun. I mean, I, I just love, you know, just watching people, like, the looks on their faces when they fucking get into it. I mean, I, I always used to think when I used to see the pictures of the mag, like, the facial says the whole story. It's like, like, John. Who's like, got the best facial? Uh... You like the blowfish? You like the Matt Hansley? I don't. <laughs> you guys Matt, you know, you, you, know, you fucking, you, you know, you guys, Matt Hansley. That's what, that's what, that's what Gons called him because he always put his hands down. Okay, one more, one more. 
It's like cargo pants. We, you know, I'd you rather, guys couldn't deny him. Well, I couldn't deny so it, but okay. But it was like Eighth Street. You were SFCA, yeah. and then you claim San Diego. Come oh, on, I never Steve. claimed San Diego. I well, no, but that. I mean, you ran that shit. You, I went there to go skate and skate with those guys and try to do whatever. Steve Ortega. Actually, I had to move there because I um, ran away from home one summer because me and my brother got into a fight, and I lived with Nick Touche. For a few months, and then uh, Ternaski flew up, and then I don't know, it was weird. And then he took me to lunch one time and asked me to move down to San Diego, right? Because you know he wanted to get me on the right path, not the right path. He didn't say that, but right. But he he's figured like, he knew he's you. Like you talent. ran away from home, like let's get you down to San Diego and skating and stuff. Do you get so. any good? You got any good Rodney Mullen stories? Um, I didn't hang out with Rodney that much, except for there's no good stories except for. Um, he had a car that one time we were leaving. I don't know. I think it was in a Thrasher. Uh, we were all wearing a bunch of Lakers outfits. There's a contest. Um, Long Beach. Long Beach. Yeah, it was Long Beach. Junk style. And so it was raining afterwards. Uh, Sheffy was driving no, Rodney Mullen's car. Sheffy <laughs> <laughs> was driving Rodney Mullen's car. Rick was in the passenger seat. Sean doesn't have a driver's license of or anything. Probably driving, driven three times. It starts raining. He tries to take a left. He loses control. Feels out. Ends up on the curb. Hits another car. His car's backwards, and they're sitting there. And Rick's just like kind of giggling, I think. Rick and always then, and then Sean it. had the his foot on the pedal, just flooring it. Still, it's like. <laughs> I want to but <laughs> Yeah, and Rick's just like, dude, take your foot off of the gas. Where are you going? Oh, th- see, uh, he, see, that's the kind of shit he, I hate. He's got IBS. Oh. I gotta go. Yeah, so that's a Rodney Mullen story. It was his car, but it was more it was of a Sheffy story. It was a Sheffy. When, when Rodney Mullen's like, I invented it all. Yeah, okay. Oh, no. Rodney, Rodney, they were sitting in the car, and Rodney drove by. And when they just saw Rodney's face just, like, driving by, like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> was he was supportive of it? No, he, the, those guys, they, they were really against you guys starting Girl, right? They were, like... Well, they didn't know. No, they didn't know we were starting it, and because we kept that shit on the low because of Rocco and Rocco back then. It was right, Rocco was so, such a fucking it manipulator. Was, yeah, like he, he could have shut down. Everyone, everyone was so scared of him at that right, time. Right. Well, the, the, he could do anything, say anything, and everyone would listen. All right. So that whole time we kept it a secret, and so the day of um, practice at that SF contest, right. we called it Ternaski, and we were just like, "Hey, you want to meet us for breakfast?" And then, so we met him for breakfast on our way to practice, and then, so we told him then, and yeah, so that was the first time anyone knew. That it was coming, because it broke that day at that contest, I remember hearing about it, and I was like, wow, these guys are stuck, it's going to be big, because I knew, I mean, after after Questionable, I mean, you guys guys already established, like, what it was going to be. Was Dan, did Danny ever say any shit to you? No, he, um, one time got mad, he, uh... Left a voicemail to Eric because we went on this last tour and um, in the Plan B van and wrote a bunch of shit in the van and whatever, just like tag our tag names or whatever. Like if we, I'm a fake tagger, (laughs) um, just or just anything, write anything. And then Eric wrote something in the on the driver drop down. You know, Eric wrote something, and then I think that just like Danny was on tour in that van afterwards and just called Eric flipped out but I mean 
Rightfully so, like, you know, he's probably just pissed off. Well, Danny Way is pretty pissed off. Dude, he looks right through you. Like, I remember when I was seeing him at the Great Wall of China, he's like, fucking Phelps. I was like, I just want to do it. And I was like, dude, they're, they're going to shut down the whole country tomorrow. You can't do it. And he did it and he ate it. And I thought for sure he's dead. I was like, it's over. And he showed up the next day and he made it. Yeah. And I was like, Muhammad Ali. I was like, come on, dude. Is, do they write better stories than this? No, nah. they don't. He's fucking awesome. His no. whole story is awesome. No, his whole story is awesome. I saw. Yeah. The movie, I got a private screening of it, and I kind of thought they didn't, they kind of, they candy coated it a little bit. Danny, Danny's a hard ass motherfucker, you know that. He's like, Yeah, <laughs> he's I, there's some sick stories about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, what's the next song? Come on, Mike. Give what's it up. the next song? What do you want to listen to? Um, okay. Uh, what's your favorite? Metallica? Trapped Under Ice. No, there was like a random mixtape when I was younger, and it was like a metal mixtape, and I was like, I've listened to, um, whatchamacallit, fucking Ride the Lightning oh, so no, much, but right. I never noticed this song until I was This on the, song, yeah. and it was on the mixtape. Yeah. I remember when I first heard Metallica, I was like, play it again, nobody can play that fast, it's not real. Yeah. It was, it was right. like 1986, I was like, what the fuck? No, Cliff Burton died, and then I was like, oh shit, they again. That was gnarly. I uh, saw them at Day on the Green. You saw them at Day on the Green? Cliff Burton. Oh, he was sick. Bell Bottoms doing yeah. it. They moved up here from L.A. to be with him. They to were from L.A. Really? Yeah, they're not from a Bay Area band. But then they became, like, kind of became... They, they became synonymous with the SFC. They're trying to not be that L.A. L.A. Fucking you know. glam rock. No, nobody wanted to be that except Axel. And then <laughs> whatever happened to that? I got Motley Crue on this list for later. Which one? Which 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 what song? Danger. Danger. Is this driving slow? music or is it skate music? Uh, it's more driving music. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. But but it's more driving music. But then sometimes like I'll have it on a playlist, and then when I'm skating, and then when I hear it, I'll feel psyched. I'm but it's down. not. This isn't like the first song I'm gonna play. Song I'm gonna play if I'm skating. Uh-huh. But if it starts playing in the middle of a session, yeah. guess what? It's on. Yeah, right. It's that feeling, bro. Did you have a? Did, did you were gonna ride for Vans, right? I did ride for Vans. Did you have a shoe on Vans? I had a shoe on Vans. I know. I in fact, I remember that. I was like, Mike Carroll's got a shoe, and then you quit, right? Yeah. Or immediately, right? Mm, kind of. It was just um, like back then. It was. I think it was like ninety-five, ninety-six. I. Back then, I don't know, none of us had shoe sponsors. Right. And then it was weird. So we just all wear a bunch of different random no, shoes. No, we go to Copeland's and buy two, get one free. Yeah. And then, but, Converse so I was weapons. wearing half caps a lot back then. And then someone that was working at Vans was just like, I wasn't even sponsored by them. But then they offered to give me a shoe. And I was just like, a that's shoe. sick. And I was like, because <laughs> I've been thinking. I was that's like, that's sick. <laughs> because I was like, I'm, I've been thinking about this one shoe. Like, it'd be a cross between a half cab and some of uh, the other, that, that one Vans, I forget it, is it the 86 or something? The with the stripe. The, the with the stripe. The, oh, the, the, the regular, regular one. Regular one. Just what is it called? The 86 or the old school or whatever it is? Old school is what they call it. The now. one with the stripe. And then, um, so I was just like, <laughs> I was like, that's sick, dude. I'd be down to do it. They didn't want to give me the stripe on the shoe. Right. Because they didn't put that on skate shoes anymore no they didn't do that like they didn't want to they only had designers that say here's your shoe and so we we settled and like compromised with um what's gonna call it the perforated stripe the perforated yeah but yeah so i had a shoe for a little bit and then we're working on my second shoe and i think they were just um they're 
going through some things at that time. I think no, they're they, probably they a little confused. And, and very confused. They had so many people road being work for vans that you're like, I'm Ohio Dave, or I'm Rick. You know, I used to work for Circuit. You never knew who these people were. And like, don't you know me? And I was like, no, I don't know you. I'm sorry. But, I mean, I only know the people like, you know, if you were there at Sacto in 1981 or 82 and, like, you know, I... You know, I we know each other. That's like we're we're the same guys at the trade show every year. It's like, hey, what's up? Not like, you know, some people, so many people come and go on skateboarding that we're the ones that are going to stick forever with it. Yeah, and that's so. why they can't take skateboarding from us. All the people think they can do it. No, they got to come through us first. That's bullshit. I, you know, seriously, when people, I got escorted off the premises in Brazil. For Jake Brown did the 720 ollie. I was like, he just won. And they're like, no, nah, Bob did it with this dick smoking, fucking lean flip, wood cardiovascular trip. I was like, dude, seriously? He just did a 720 ollie. Did you just see that? And he, I seen it in high def. His face is like, I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, I was screaming in the crowd, throwing beer cans. And they were like, they had guns and they, they escorted me off the premises. It was like 130 degrees. Me and Preston were like, Fuck, we just got kicked out of the X Games. In Brazil. And you got kicked out? Yeah, they escorted us off the premises. For what said, reason? Because we were just fucking raging. We you were like protesting the win. We were protesting Bob's fucking... And, Bob, and then I seen Bob at the vert contest, and he couldn't even skate vert. He was bailing five-foot frontside airs. I was like, this is the guy, the best vert skater in the world. And he's... Because he does this Circus Vargas shit, jumping out of helicopters and shit... That he can't even, I mean, his vert skating is affected quite a bit by that. He can't really, I mean, it's it's sad because I, you know, I've watched him blow shit out where people are like, for real? Yeah. Danny Way, when the first time I saw Danny Way watch Bob skate, he was like, the, who, who, who's that guy? And I was like, that's the guy from Brazil. Because like, I, I was in Brazil in 94. You guys I, met him first, right? And I Didn't met him guys... first. We went down there and he followed us around. And then I came to Ternaski, and I was like, the day before Mike died on Sunday at Slam City, yeah. I was like, I just found the guy. And he goes, he won that contest, right? No, he didn't win that contest. Oh, Bob wasn't there. He won the next year, 95. But I, I go, Ternaski, this guy, Bob, is like, he skates on like one airwalk, one converse. He's like this street dude, you know, he was huffing glue and shit. He was like street gnarly, like, you know, not the same, you know. Check out my fucking action figurine. It was, <laughs> yes, oh Lord. <laughs> the champion. When you were on the King of the Road, I mean, do you, do you, was the King of the Road, that was some of the greatest shit that you guys had a lot of fun? Those, yeah, those are some fucking great times right there. Um, the first <laughs> one we went on, we went on with Girl, and I, I was trying a lot. and You were just, trying a lot. But, uh, yeah, not really making anything. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it's just awesome to just go through that and have this little book and just like, have everyone, or have it just tell everyone what to do. And you like, have all these cool little challenges and just, even on the non-skating challenges. Right, rad. just just having fun. Yeah. That's what Mike Mike told me, guys. So we talked about it, and we were like, what, you know, he just said, I want to have, like, I want to make it like trips have when I had when I was a kid with my friends, the Boulder Dicks. I want to just, you know, make out with chicks and, you know, just have a good time. And I, I, we wholeheartedly, I was like, this is going to be a runaway. They tried to, 
I think Mike wanted to eventually make it a TV show, but Jeff Tremaine and those guys were kind of like, you know, we're too cool for that. You know, Rob Drydeck and his fucking ridiculousness <laughs> and all that shit. I mean, it, yo, I'm coming. You know, like, Come on, shut up, dude. It would be insane to have everything filmed like a TV show, like have cameras up everywhere. Cars, yeah, and capture every moment. But at the same time, it would no, be you so don't. embarrassing <laughs> because you catch yourself acting like such no, a fool sure, in the middle naked. of it. It was like, come on, dude. But seriously. not even that when you're just sitting there stressing off the book, like just trying to like, <laughs> like you catch yourself doing some shit that you don't normally ever act like. So. And then Jay. Jamie Thomas stepped in. I'm going to win. I'm going to go through this graveyard, and I'm going to find my tombstone. He's like, dude, seriously? Spend five hours looking for a fucking tombstone with your name on it? I was like, okay, that's the, this. I like Rick and the Salva Challenge. That was one of the one I gave. I gave that to Mike. The Salva Challenge, Rick's sleeping in bed with the pad and the helmets. And I was, it's a mil, a mil yeah, it was beer. rad. It's like most people, like, I think every other team, it was like the filmer or the team manager who took that one off. Right, no. When we read it, Rick right away was like, I'm doing that. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> he I would take the most bottom of the barrel straight up. Time. He didn't care. He no, no, Rick, uh, I, I always love Rick because he's always happy. He's always got that little giggle like, I know something that you don't. <laughs> and he's always, he's always. Yeah, because he's always up to something. He's always cooking with something, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's always he's a little mischievous. So now that you got the girl team, you got a whole bunch of new recruits. Are you fucking hyped on the squad? You guys got like fucking 50 dudes to ride for you. Yeah, we do. We got um, six squad with girl and chocolate together. No, chocolate, man. Chocolate's fucking stacked Banging. right now. It's about yeah. time. Yeah. Mark Johnson, best feet in the business. That's why I run the shoe. <laughs> why do you like that shoe so much? What is because it? it's vulcanized and a fucking... I don't like the flat shit. Remember how, like, if you look at a, a, a video 10 years ago, they're like the, the D3s. They look like they... The, the, the shoe looks like a box. So where do you get these? Well, they ask, Brian Anderson asked me if I went to China. And, Are these and, remakes? Well, they, they just put these on there. They just put my name on it. Are these remakes? How old are these? These are, are these back last when, year. This is great radio. Oh, right so here. they stay. <laughs> they, they actually have a box. They have a warehouse full of them that they didn't sell. And then they actually made some. They I, I, I saw in um, the video of you and Chico. Yeah. When you do the front side grind, there's a bunch of comments, and everyone's just freaking out about your shoes. How'd you get those yeah, shoes? You get? <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian Anderson asked me if I went to China and did, so, like sewed them on myself. I was like, Brian, I do a lot We're of We're talking weird. about the Mark Johnson uh, America shoe. The, the, the one shoe that I run so the old religiously. Yeah, the, well, it was the Back in the day before well, he wrote for Lakai. Yeah, now yeah. he rides for who? Lakai, baby. The only skater-owned company that makes shoes. That's right. That uh, That's why I run. I was on a Nike trip one time. The guy's all, here's your shoes to the trip. I was like, uh, I ride Lakai or I ride America. I don't know. I'm not running Nikes for you. You, don't, you can't pay me that much. Okay. Let's mm -hmm. talk about some music. Well, no. I want to ask you a question. Sure, go ahead. You're old enough to have gone through this. So when you got into punk, yes. were you also listening to heavy metal? No, I listened to heavy metal, but I listened to Culture Club. I listened to Michael Jackson. I, I mean, I listened to everything. I, I love music so much that it's like the fabric of my life. Yeah. You know, when I hear a song, it make, I like the psychedelic furs, for fuck's sake. I love that Lady time, Gaga. Hard, you couldn't really go to like... Be a long hair, go to punk shows, or vice versa. Oh, was yeah, like real every beat. time. And like I said, the stone. You know, yeah. it was like, over there, you went over there, put on your vest, Noah Peacock, what's up? Or then you go over and see Black Flag or, you know, Social Distortion, which I hate. But then again, 
<laughs> so during during that whole time, you're listening to Van Halen. At the same oh, time? It, w- the, what got me back into rock was after I did punk. Uh, the 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 one song it's called the intruder it's the intro to pretty woman it's all they have a video where he's wearing the napoleon costume and they step through the fog it's hella funny but it's the intro to pretty woman because it's on diver down and look at the back cover of the album and he's a day in the green there's like fucking a hundred and Thirty thousand people out there, and he's in his spandex. It's just like Diamond Day. Day on the Greens. Of course, I did. I saw. I greens? saw. I saw there's, Day there's on the Green. I saw Fang. Oh. I saw oh. Slayer open for Fang. It was like that was like 1983. Day on the, the green. green. Day on the Green. No, I'm talking the the ones at the Coliseum. No, not the Coliseum. The ones that was Day in the, the Dirt. Yeah, yeah. That was Slayer the one. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was before. Well, I mean. I did, I seen Journey, I went with some broads, you know, come on, I, I'll admit that I did see Journey. Lights go! Oh, people went fucking ballistic, and like, if you made two songs, you know, the people, the girls were all wasted, taking off their shirts, and so I mean, I'm, the, I was trying to go to a Journey yeah. concert this year, but it's, there's no Steve Perry. No, well, he's, right? he's starting to record again. Oh, really? As with them, or just by himself? No, just by himself. <laughs> What's the next song, Mike? What's the next song? Let's get Aaron to play a song. Aaron! I, I oh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right should here. We, should we blow mine? Well, check this out. Me and Mike, we didn't know each other until we started skating, but we found out we, we were at some shows. Together. Shows. We went to see Iron Maiden at the Cow Palace. Uh-uh. But unbeknownst to each other at the time. Twisted Sister opened up for Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, that's why Mike went, Mike went to see Dee Snyder, but the rest of us might be the other one. They were booing him off the stage, And dude. we went, we were both at Day in the Green. Right. The Metallica year. Dude, no shirts. You didn't have shirts to prove it up. The scorp- I did have the shirt, but I lost it. It was a fucking metal up your ass. I got stoned. Metal up. Yeah, yeah, you know the, the guitar into, yeah. coming out the toilet seat? No, it was the dagger coming, or the knife coming out. And then on the back, it had the glow-in-the-dark dude getting electrocuted. <laughs> but it was a black shirt with the white um, the white little sleeves, the jersey sleeves right. or whatever. But I lost that. And you Oops. said you got stoned for the first time. That yeah, day. No. I got. Yeah, <laughs> and they caught Rich Ramirez that day. No, as it, it turns out, he. What? You're my people. He said that to them after they're they're pounding him on the ground. He goes, "Well, I'm Mexican like you." He's like, "Dude, you're the Night Stalker. You're." I remember getting out of the concert and finding out they caught the Night Stalker because I was a little kid back then. I think I was like, no, what, it was on the dish. It's it's spread painted on the dish. The Night Stalker is out there. I remember we remember the dish contest. The war yeah. that happened up there, the race riot, they came up over the hill and it was like, oh God. Oh, I heard about that one. The, it was the Mike Jigglestone production. <laughs> we're going to have a contest at the dish. It was like. Were you scared of them like we were? No. Dude, we went up there one time for my birthday, and I think it was my 11th birthday. My dad drove us up there, me, my brother, and like probably four other friends. In, in the my, suburban. Yes, in, but it was my mom's. But so they were divorced. But anyway, <laughs> well, let's anyway, not go into so that. <laughs> so they took he took she got the suburban. He took us up there, and, we, and they were drink. filming at that time. And then all of a sudden, these dudes started throwing rocks at us, and I got hit in the rock with the arm, or whatever. And I was like, "All right, let's go back to the car, whatever." Right. And then so, hoping my dad isn't gonna be like, "Hey guys, stop throwing those rocks." <laughs> and then so I was, we're just like, "Let's get in the car. Let's get in the car. Well, let's all get of out sudden, of here yeah. now." So one of the dudes has a crowbar, hit one of my friends, Ooh. my brother's friends. He got knocked out. We all got into the car. The 
the videotape is still running, the video camera is still <laughs> running. And so we're just charging down, or no, right before we take off, they throw, I think, a bottle or something through the window that I was sitting next to in shotgun. So it just shatters all over me. We charge off all the way down 3rd Street. My dad's honking horns going through. Get, 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 get. And next thing, we're at Kaiser and San Bruno. And then well, just, just for like your arm my friend, or because no, he got hit with no, the because I, No, there's just a whole, whole bunch of blood. And my friend kept thinking he was at Purelater Banks that we're in San, <laughs> San Bruno. He's like, what are we doing? We're at Purelater. He got hit by he a got, he, he He was out. Yeah, so it was just like... That was just like the craziest shit. And your dad's I, like, yeah. hey, dude, skateboarding is, uh, it's, it's not, it's, we're not taking you back. It wasn't about that. It was just about that spot. And we had been going there all summer taking, was it the 44 that goes up the there? The 44 is trying to see the best bus yeah, in the city. Yeah, so we were taking that all summer going up there skating every day. We'd go up there that one day. It was on my birthday. Early grab method. What about when you skated the ramp? Because at the ramp, you were, like, you were trapped time. back there. You no, you, you weren't getting out of there. So they, they never would go back there? No, they, they couldn't find it because they'd come, they they throw rocks from from the, the park, the park, but they couldn't get back up to climb the fence. That was like, yeah. uh, we went there. I was like, if they, could, if, if they, they climb it back, <laughs> <there's> no <laughs> we're in the ramp. No, no, the ramp, the HP ramp. ramp. The HP ramp was scary as fuck. Yeah. Being no, back because there. it was above ground. Remember, it was like when you walked up to it, it was like, you know, it was like you were chest high, and you're like, oh, this is some serious shit. Angle iron, Camden Scott with the stovetop fade. You know, did Eddie make the roof drop? Uh, questionable. I mean, what is rad? It says right on it. Jumping off a roof into a ramp yeah. is pretty rad. It's not yeah. like jumping into the Grand Canyon, cooking an omelet on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it, if I was Bob, I would at least put a jump ramp with a target on it. Like, I, I plan on landing there. It's not just like Smith... Lip. But what about the Ollie to fakie on the face fall? No, so you're saying Bob bailed like that? No, I, uh, <laughs> he's alive. <laughs> he didn't. He, no, I. I like that though. I, right? I love Ollie to fakie. Has got to be yeah. one of the Ollie to fakie and Ollie to fakies. I remember when I first saw Alan Losey do it. He did a bump off the back truck, and I was like, you know that, you know, and a good Ollie to fakie is one of the best feelings in skate. Anything to fakie. You, you know? always like the fakie Ollie though. Oh, fakie, fa fakie always, always rules. Off the coping. Boom. Because you can shift it and drift it, and you can, you know, blindside. I used to do fake yali blindsides over channels and shit. I, it felt so yeah, rad. Did you ever grab it, or you just No, straight? fucking control. <laughs> That's all it takes. That's what skateboarding is all about. Play Trapped Under Ice. I already, we already did. You can play. <laughs> no, he just played Trapped Under Ice, but you were, no, you were too busy. Uh, uh, yeah, is there a bathroom in there? <laughs> Say Creeping Death. No, it's song. the best song. It's the Metallica. That's the song that I remember from that concert. Okay, it was just then a play. Sea it. of people, creeping death, like. Did, 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 I ruled in the midnight air, the destroyer. By my, my hand, I creep across the, the land, killing, killing firstborn man. man. What's the movie? He's probably watching them. What's the movie? What? It's Yul Brenner. It's yeah, Ben Hur. Come on. <laughs> what is it? Mike doesn't know it's a biblical story. It's a, it's a, well, oh. I thought you told me it was a story of Elijah or something, fucking flying over the houses or something. Elijah. Elijah, I like a Jewish no, story. I, no, Elijah, Elijah, Elijah. No, because I always tried to look into it. You got to get a name with John. It. That's when you have a kid one day. You no, no, sure you no, John. Tafari. That's that one that's kid that hangs out. That's why they call Elijah Eli. Say so you don't call me Eli because you take the jaw out of it. Oh, jaw. Jaw bless. Job bless. You gotta go to the bathroom now too. <laughs> no, no. 
So what? what do you think about Thrasher after fucking Kimmy? What was it the first sucked. Thrasher you saw when you were a kid? I, you know what, I've tried to remember that, and the no. one with Cab on the cover, or Nottis, I think, on the car, or Cab in, is like the pool, it's like blue, it's like a blue, oh, the front he's side braids, over. he's got yeah, braids and stuff, the, I think, Yeah. I'm trying to remember, but it was around That's then. That's a clean cover, right? That's a Cab. great cover, we made a shirt. But no blurbs. No blurbs. Yeah. But then, just like Andrew, the backside flip at Wallenberg, that's a classic. Or just the mess. That's my first. That's exactly, your first yeah. th- right there? Mike Mike's first, Mike Burnett's first one was uh, the Danzig, and he couldn't figure it out. What the fuck the is this? The day I bought that mag, Tamfran Mall, Jeff Kendall. There was this Jeff Kendall demo for Swatch. He did a demo <laughs> in the Emporium. <laughs> with with, with yeah. scallop shorts so on. I saw my first pro, bought my first Thrasher, and that night we watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street for the first time. Freddy. Freddy versus <laughs> Jason and Predator in outer space. Uh, I just saw Predator versus Alien the other day. It <laughs> accidentally was on cable. Wow. What's the, what's the difference between living in LA and SF? I mean, obviously you can't go street and skating outside the door. I can't jump out of my uh, front door and right, just, just go skate bus. down the street. That's, That's the one thing that I miss about San Francisco so much. Especially bombing the hills and going a little bit t- too fast for your. Jumping off—that's about the fame. My favorite thing. What? Uh, yeah. Did the other day when we came up here for that FTC thing, and we all bombed the hill from Miley down past the Cliff House down oh, that's to Ocean so Beach. Beautiful. It was insane. I think there was like 15, 20 of us, and just mo- dudes, mobbing dudes it. Dudes are going. <laughs> it was reminding me of that one uh, Thrasher Instagram Hall of Me thing where well, all, all the, the guys the, sliding by the pole. Yeah, and one dude's like just skimming by a board, barely. <laughs> wobbling but still makes it but yeah no when somebody's their board falling in front of you like i was getting towed with my cousin one time my cousin's a he's not a very good skateboarder and we were on the same rope getting towed by a motorcycle and he's got the wobs and i'm like dude pull this pull this and he just wiped out and zinged his board right into me and i still held on the rope and i got dragged for like 30 feet and i was like you fucking idiot you can't even skate and you were getting towed yeah same so how psyched are you on fucking Thrasher that has made I'm, it this far and I'm gone through so everything no, no, from we, being like the thinnest magazine for a second to now it's the thickest? No, we're the only the... thing that matters. You know why Thrasher rules is because we didn't put skateboarding in the title. Thrasher is a lifestyle. It's not something that, it's like, hey, it's not like trans fag skateboarding. It's like, you know, it's this is... It's skateboard. I mean, it's a lifestyle. It's what we do. Thrashers fucking rip the place. You know, like John said, skate and destroy means just go to the park and just destroy it. Cinders, nothing left. Just fucking skate everything, nothing left. I think it's sick just to see it all. Come no, full like circle. Full circle and then just like even online stuff. People trying no. to do online stuff and then now no, you they guys all are copy killing it our online. Shit. No, I'm a thrasher. That's, you know, when I've... It's, it's, it's the simplest thing. Yeah. Especially because, you know, we have, you, you know, people ask me, there's like, is it good enough for the mag? It's like, a, people nolly front feeble 20 stairs, dude. Do you think you've got that? I mean, really? I mean, like Figgy and those guys, these guys are animals. They're not, they're not just like fucking like, <laughs> like seriously, I, I see the videos and I'm like. <laughs> Who's the best guitar player skater right now? Figgy. Sodi from last year. Uh, who, who, who can really play? Uh, David Gonzalez can rip, but he's pretty, uh, you Technical. know, te- you know, he's pretty. Uh, 
Yeah, he's no Ingve Malmsteen. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> oh, oh, play except fast as a shark. Oh yeah, that's my ringtone. No, that's Call it. Call me right now. Is that the first thrash song ever? Is that it? That was a sick show. Mike Carroll talking about the old days. Maze is backing it up. Krell Tap, see you next year.